This is Living on the Edge of Chaos Podcast, Episode 14. I'm a coffee chug. Let's rock. Hello, everyone. This is Coffee Chug. Hello, everyone. I think this is a very special podcast episode. We have four of our amazing Bent North Middle School educators on this particular episode, and we're going to be talking on the topic of exhibitions. And so we have three big exhibitions coming up in our school in the next few weeks. We do one exhibition per grade level, which puts about 350 kids on display at a time. And as we work through implementing project-based learning throughout our entire building, We have a lot of great things that we think we have that that we want others to share. I think one of the key things in education is that schools and teachers continue to share their ideas so that we can learn from one another. In this episode, we hope that you gain some great insight as we are constantly learning ourselves. And if you have questions or other ideas, I really hope that you consider reaching out to us, reaching out to me or one of the teachers, and let us know what you're thinking because that's how we all learn. And so this is just a small dose of some ideas that we have with exhibition, trying to help parents and community members, possibly other educators in schools, thinking about going project-based learning uh, with just some bits of advice and ideas that we have learned along the way. So enjoy this episode. I'm so excited to bring on four great educators that we have. We're so lucky to have them. And uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the conversation that we had today talking about the exhibition portion of project-based learning. Enjoy, and I really hope that you get get in contact with us soon. All right, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Living on the Edge podcast series. This is Coffee Chug, and today uh, we have several guests um, here and we have a very important topic that we think will hold a lot of weight and hopefully help give some guidance and clarity to some things that we're doing here at Bendorf Middle School in terms of project-based learning. Um, and so before we get into the conversation, I'd like to uh, take the time here and have the educators that are here today just uh, go around the table and uh, introduce themselves. So why don't we start with you, Kevin, and go around. Okay. Well, I'm Kevin Rowling. I teach sixth grade science here at the middle school, and uh, we definitely use a lot of project-based education in my classroom, and I look forward to sharing that to everybody with everybody in the future. I'm Connie Jeske, and I teach sixth grade digital literacy. I'm Sue Owen, and I teach sixth grade language arts. Hi, I'm Beth Lofbaum. I teach sixth grade social studies. Awesome. So the topic that we have today is on kind of the end of the project-based learning system in terms of exhibition night um, or open house night or whatever name um, your school may give this. Um, and I, one of the things that as we've approached project-based learning this year in full implementation uh, with all our grades 6, 7, 8 is trying to spread the message of the goals or what we're after with exhibition night. Um, so maybe we should start with the very basic question um, of what is exhibition night or open houses 
we're now calling it. And so someone want to take a stab in the dark and kind of give a brief overview of what that is for those that maybe don't know what it is. And don't all speak at once, by the way. <laughs> well, I guess I would, I would say that uh, if, if I had to describe uh, exhibition night or open house night here at the middle school, it's a chance for us to take what we've done throughout the year and to display it for the parents and um, it's not just the, you know, the end product that we're looking at. It's the process that we that it took to get there, that we're trying to uh, show everybody. So, I think I'd add to that and say, um, I love the exhibition, and it's our students' chance to say, hey, you know, when I've spent 180 days doing this, or I've spent this much time, here's what I've done. Let me show you um, what I've learned, how I learned it. Um, Ask me questions because I really want to explain it to you. It's their time to shine, and I love that for them. And in the end, I think that's really powerful. Mm-hmm. I really do. It's really a celebration of their learning. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a time for them to show their pride in what they've done. And I think one of the key things that's come out in all your answers, the answer or the, the theme there has been the students. This is not a, a showcase of the teachers of the building. I think um, – it's, it's truly that celebration or it's an opportunity for students to showcase what they've been learning and what they've been doing, and I think that's key. And so as we start to gather more community members and more parents coming to this exhibition night, and we've done a lot of things to promote that, a lot of parents and families and community members aren't used to this. This is not a, I guess, here in our school district, something that, that's common. It's, it's something that we're trying to, to start up and do as, as part of the project-based learning model. So if you're someone new to Exhibition Night, I mean, what is it that, that, that they should expect? I mean, what is it, I guess, expect when they walk into, in our case, our school, um, and what should they be doing? I mean, um, and I know we've, we've had one exhibition already under our belt, and we've got another one coming. So we've seen from the teacher's perspective, kind of, we know what we want, but it hasn't been there. And so what would be those things that you would hope that the community members and parents would, would do during this night? The first thing is I hope that they are interacting with the kids because their, their students are anxious to, to answer questions. So walk up to any student, not just their own and say, what is it you're learning? What is this project? Or how did you do that? Or what is this for? Um, and also, hopefully, they're noticing that our kids are, they have a great sense of pride when they're talking to them. They have great public speaking skills. They can look the adult in the eye and that they're dressed like it matters. They all dress, um, they all dress up for the occasion because they take, it's their ownership in it. And we as teachers just sit back and more observe and the kids really run it. I think that's true. We do take the teacher away from the mm-hmm. equation and make it more about the student and their audience. And I think that's very important, especially in our society today. And I think with us as uh, sixth grade educators now, this is actually our our fourth exhibition that we're coming up on uh, because we kind of were the you know the pilots of it in uh, a couple years ago. But if there's anything that I notice, it's that the parents who enjoy it are those that just uh, do exactly what Beth was talking about there, that they actually take and um, go around and see everybody's work. It seems like the ones that, that struggle with exhibitions are the, the people who follow their student from place to place and uh, are only concerned what their child is doing. And then you don't get the real uh, effect of what you're uh, seeing there. So that would be my recommendation. If uh, you as a parent 
uh, get a chance to come into the building, uh, you know, please take it all and don't don't worry about just your child, you know. And uh, but by all means, pop in and check on them, see what they're up to. But uh, you know, get the, get the full effect. And I think that's a key thing. I think so much in in education, not that it's a bad thing, but as you go through and you have parent nights or showcase nights. I mean, the intended audience is always your own child. You come in and you see, you know, whether it's my preschool daughter, we go in and we look, we're told to look at her artwork, um, you know, and I, so this is much different. This is more about, as you guys said, it, it's this community. And these kids are, are begging. I mean, they've put a lot of time and effort into it. The majority of them um, have put time and effort into it. And so they don't just want to stand there silently you know, and, and some are courageous and will pull you in and others don't have that personality. But if you prompt them with a question, they'll, they'll talk your ear off. And I think that's something that we have to realize that, you know, the, the, the investment in education and opportunity of exhibition night is not just to see our own kid, but to see the investment of all our kids because they're the ones going to be running it um, along the way. So I think that that part is, is very, very important. Being that, Kevin, you had talked about you guys now will be your fourth one under your guys' belt. I mean, what are tips or ideas or things that you think would be important for people to know about exhibition? And I know we could we talked a little bit before about not getting specifics into each individual one, but as you've now done three of these, I mean, what do you think are, are, are some key aspects in order to deliver an effective exhibition night, whether from the teacher end, student end, or maybe even from the parents or community members coming in? I mean, what are those key elements um, that, that, that we need to have in order for this to work. And anybody can answer. I know I called you out. but uh. Well, I think the students need to be, be ready, and they are ready, to talk about the learning targets for all of their projects. And, and likewise, um, I think parents need to not be afraid to, to just really question our students and, and really get to the bottom of their learning because our students are ready to talk about that. I think we get in the habit of just letting the student present as parents sometimes and then just walk away and assume they're done. But we really want parents to to push our students to show their knowledge that night. Kids are actually disappointed if they aren't questioned. They're ready, willing, and and very eager for people to to question them and, and wondering about and make them think deeper. Uh, and when that doesn't happen, it's actually... You know, not part of the night. That's more not as what they expected. So I would encourage all community members to ask questions right. for each student. I did pull my classes after, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the exhibitions, and almost every class, the majority of the comments were, "I wish I had more adults to speak to," um, because they just they're really willing to share. But I also I know everybody gets busy, but I'd like to caution adults to not be in a hurry. I mean, I know it's hard not be in a hurry but if they could you know plan the night have some time spend with their kid but not just stay with their kid but you know like we said go around that way they get the full effect of it and the you value. know and in our first exhibitions you know we're kind of learning as we go along ourselves in the first exhibitions we had the students here for the whole hour and a half and um, now I think most groups are looking at uh, splitting that time to where the students are actually talking uh, about their project for the first 45 minutes or so, and the last 45 minutes are open for them to do whatever they they want to do. So I think that opens things up for the parents. 
that you're able to come in and you know, uh, watch what your student is doing, but then take your student and, you know, make that a learning experience for them too. you know, uh, wander the building with them, see what everybody else has done. Uh, you know, there's some really neat things out there. I, uh, you know, this being my fourth one, I'm sure when I walk through, I'll be surprised at some of the things that are going on myself. So, you know, take that time to, to, uh, and use it as a, a good tool for learning with your student or your child. So we keep talking about all these great things that are that, that are going to be here and to take your time and to look at other people's stuff. So for those, I've had a lot of feedback um, online, let people know that this podcast was going to be recorded. And for a lot of people that, are, that want to create exhibitions in their schools or just want to know more about it, um, I mean, what would an exhibition night look like? And we can take Betnorf, and I know every school is different. I mean, I know some of us had luxury going to high tech high and, and they've got a things set up for perfection, but we're not high tech high. I mean, we're, we're a public school of 1,100 kids of all sizes, shapes, intellect, abilities, socioeconomic economic factor you could possibly think of. I mean, so what would this look like um, in a typical exhibition night? I mean, and I know we've got 6th, 7th, 8th grade, and they all look a little bit different, and things constantly change as we evolve. But for someone who's never experienced an exhibition night, and we keep talking about all these great things. Like, what could you expect? Like, like, like what would people see? And I, think, I, I think two things for sure. I think people would see students ready to talk to visitors, but I think they'll also see displays of work. Um, it's a combination. So it won't always be visitors coming to talk specifically to students. There might be exhibitions in, in other areas of the building where maybe there's not a student there to talk about it, but there will be learning targets posted. There will be a way for parents to understand what that project was all about, what the purpose was. And, and we do keep changing our exhibitions, and I think everybody, every school should be open to changing. If, if some format's not working, try a new one. Don't give up on it. Just try what works mm -hmm. for your community and your students. And if we're, you know, talking about some things that exactly what you're going to see, you know, as far as at the student level, you're going to see some students um, talking about, uh, I think they wrote some poems that they're going to be sharing uh, in, in one class. In my class, for example, we're going to be, the kids are going to be displaying the hydroponics uh, kits that we've uh, been working with and, uh, you know, growing food and producing food uh, for the year 2050 is kind of the theme. Uh, we're also going to be uh, looking at our green screen activities, and uh, the kids are going to kind of uh, pretend to be uh, in a touristic kind of an atmosphere where they're going to allow their parents to go to a different country type of thing using the green screen, and they'll take their picture of them there. So it'll be kind of a neat thing. Um, I think in general what you'll see is a lot of excitement in the building because um, I know we as staff are all incredibly excited every time it comes up on exhibition, but so are kids. So when, if you're new, please, if you want to see an exhibition, come and attend one. But what you'll see automatically is student ownership. You'll see evidence of learning with the projects that um, Sue Owen said. Um, you'll see changes every time, like Connie said, but you'll see kids greeting you. You'll see programs. You'll see kids that are saying, hey, can I, can I tell you about this? Can I help you find that? So the goal for us is, and what you'll, you should see in every exhibition, is that student leadership and you, they should interact more with students than, and then may not even find the teachers right away because mm -hmm. it will be student 
evidence of work, students talking to you, and that's the goal and the beauty of an exhibition, right. I think. Mm-hmm. As I say, that's one of the notes I had written down. If it came up, and I'm glad I did, was I think if you do an exhibition right, it is completely student-led. Not that there's not a lot of back work. I mean, the teachers are putting in a lot of time, but if the kids are proud of their work, they're going to want to take that, that step to ensure that, they've, that they're there, you know, and they're greeting and they're doing all those little things, um, not just standing by a project and talking. And so, um, and in our case, because of our size and a lot of the projects that, that we've been asked to do, you know, we've got certain areas where kids are curating their projects and we also have some that, that, that are freestanding just either due to time constraints or the type of project. And so there isn't uh, – one answer for it all. You got to see what, what works best for your school. In our our case, kids will have several projects on display, whether it's in classrooms or halls or whatever else. But uh, they're not always going to be speaking on behalf of that. But speaking is an essential piece at some point of the night because I think that's a key component. But not everywhere all the time. Um, so as we kind of wrap up time here, um, and I think this is a topic we could probably speak on for an hour. But if, if we wrap up. What would be maybe a misconception, you know, if we flip the question from two things, the back of what to expect, or, you know, that, that people maybe have in their mind of what exhibition is that maybe it's not. Um, and I know, like, for, for one for me that I see come across a lot just online, and you guys see more interaction with the students and, and parents than I do, is that I think the key is that it's, a, it's, it's the process, and you're not going to see, in our case, 350 perfect projects that's not the goal is is to show where they are in their learning at that time and there might be a sloppy project but the process of getting to that sloppy end result is pretty powerful um and so i think just because you see something and maybe it doesn't look beautiful in your perspective go talk to that kid because they might blow your mind um of what they did to get to that point um and so i think that's one big big idea in project-based learning overall, but I think exhibition as well, you're not going to see these perfect things. And the goal isn't to be perfect. It's to show kids where they are. So I don't know if there's any other misconceptions out there or things that you've seen as you've done this now for a couple of years. Um, just maybe not, to, I guess, to clear the air. I don't know if that's the, the right terminology. but uh... Clear the air on project-based learning for me is the, the one negative that I would really like to dispel is that we just sit and we give kids a project and we just hang back and let it happen. And I love that you stress the process because there's a lot of steps to get from point A to point Z. And the problem solving and the and group working and, and how they check and recheck and edit and all that stuff is into play. So it's not just here, sit, build this, paint this, make this. There's so much more involved in project-based that that's why they... I would love for them to come to exhibition night so they could see the real value of it. Mm-hmm. And, and see the learning, too. Mm-hmm. I think by calling it open house, sometimes we think it's just kind of one of those, uh, you know, stop and admire, stop and admire. And I think that night we need to see, what what did you learn? Show me what you right. learned. Mm-hmm. And they're ready to show you what they learned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd like to build on that, that I... I I'm amazed every time I talk to the kids at the amount of material they're able to retain at, at the retention of their learning um, when we uh, do these exhibitions. It really, you know, uh, back in the old days when I used to teach in a different style than what we do now, I remember, you know, talking to the kids or teaching them something at the beginning of the year and then trying to come back to it at the end of the year and they, 
you know, looked at you like you, you, you never taught that before. Well, you know, I, I'm not seeing that anymore through this because that retention is so high. And, and I mean, that's part of the biggest thing that amazes me, you know, with the, the project based is when you get talking to those kids, just to see how they retain what they've learned and so forth. And so, you know, um, be prepared to be amazed. Good. And I think on that note, we'll go ahead and, and, and wrap this podcast up. I know that these teachers are excited for exhibition to come and see what these students are, are able to do and achieve in terms of um, showcasing their learning. Um, if you're a listener and you're in the Quad City area, we'd love to have you come check out one of our exhibition nights. Um, if you're not, I know a lot of people are, will listen to this elsewhere. If you have other questions, about exhibition night uh, we'll leave contact information all in the show notes to to the four teachers that are here today through their email um, so you can reach out to them um, if, if you're interested in learning more about exhibition or pbl or just maybe even what they're doing for exhibition night um, and we'll do a, a follow-up of some pictures and things of what the exhibition night actually looks like when that occurs um, for, in this case coming up in, in a few weeks um, but i just wanted to thank you guys for taking time out of your busy schedule, um, time during a school day for teachers is very limited, um, but they were quite excited to come in and talk about this because I think it's something that needs to be shared and discussed. And so um, if you have questions, reach out to us. We'd love to uh, share what we know. We don't have all the answers, um, but we can definitely share what we do have. Um, and uh, thank you guys for, for taking time out of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.